monster. We've all seen the posts, heard the chatter, but now let's address the issues, but in a sit-down, talk, and listen manner. And that's where this show comes into play. This is Mustang Mentality. It's not your typical town hall banter. This is a place for open dialogue. It's relaxed, where voices can be heard, ideas can flourish, and bridges between town hall, civic organizations, businesses, and our people can be built. Mustang Mentality. It's more than a catchy name. It's a symbol of our town's spirit. Free thinking. Untamed unafraid to challenge the status quo it's time to change the narrative we're here to foster understanding to build a better monster together this is mustang mentality now your host a proud resident and business owner right here in munster anthony christopher Okay, as normal, you've listened to a couple episodes before. We just jump right in. After the intro blares your ears out, we, we, we start with the guests. So, Whose uh, voice is that, by the way? <laughs> I, uh, actually, I'm taking this very seriously. I paid for that to be professionally done. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. Um, so today, uh, I'm sitting down with Mike Sowards. So thank you for being here today, Mike. Thanks for having me. Um, so you were a, I first heard your name, obviously, this past year uh, because you ran for town council. Um, but before we get into that, uh, let the people know who you are. Sure, sure. Um, I have been in Munster, I moved to Munster in 1997. Uh, my yeah, first, my first um, home was on Broadmoor, right over here, okay. right behind your place. Mm-hmm. I've been in banking for almost 20 well, 28 years. We'll just say 28 years. I started at Citizens Federal Savings and Loan, which was right down here on Ridge Road, mm-hmm. which is now the first merchants. And I have worked and lived in Munster for almost 30 years now uh, in banking and real estate. And yeah. So okay. <laughs> so you um, a long history in, in real estate and banking. But you've also done what with the town pa- parks uh, on the town level. I, on the town level, I am on the. I'm currently on the board for the Munster Parks and uh, Parks Department. Okay, okay, and then I was say Parks and Recs. Parks, that's, like, that's right, a TV the show, show right? yeah. Um, <clears throat> so be, being on the Parks Department is that what got you interested in running for town council? No, you know what? I, I was at. Oh, gosh. It, it's all a progression of events, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I, I have a 15-year-old now, and I started getting involved in town stuff You know, when my kid was very, very young, three, four years old. Mm-hmm. I remember getting, I was looking for things for him to do. Okay. He's four years old, and I, I remember going through the, bo- the, the booklet that mm-hmm. you get. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we would just sign up for all kinds of stuff through the Parks Department. And okay. I thought, what a, you know, it, what a great department. Yeah. Um, I went to so many events that Donna, I remember showing up to one and Donna's like, you are here so much, you might as well just join the board. Okay. And I kind of laughed and chuckled and I was like, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. I had no idea it was a thing. Yeah. And uh, she said, yeah. And actually someone's retiring so or someone's getting off the board, you should do it. Okay. So I said, okay, give me an app. And I filled uh-huh. out an application. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until a year later I got a call. Okay. And um, it was Dave Dillard's okay. actually who had called me and interviewed me. For, okay. the, for the position. Wow. So, yeah, that's yeah. how I got involved with that. Oh, nice. Um, which yeah. was, and it's been a fun experience. The Parks Board is, is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I, I'm learning that as well right now, that there's so many committees, so many little tiny entities of the town of Munster that you would never know about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's interesting. And I'm trying to get a little bit more involved with different things. Uh, but, I mean, everyone has busy lives. But, I mean, the Civic Foundation is one that seems to be a pretty cool thing to get involved in. Um, I know the Parks Department has a meeting coming up later this month for their uh, five-year plan, I believe it is. It's a – well, we have two. Okay. There's a work study uh, coming up. I think it's February 13th. Okay. At the end of this month in January, there's another – uh, we're, we're doing what's called a, a master plan. We did a master plan master about plan, 10 yes. years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and what a master plan is, is when you look at uh, where the direction of your, of your town park is going, your, 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 okay. your board. Okay. And do we want to add uh, more parks? Do we want to add more recreation? What, what do we want to do? Okay. And so when we, 
we did this 10 years ago and we're doing it again now. Okay. So we're looking for input from the residents. Nice. You know, what do they like? What do they not like? Mm-hmm. What do they want to see more of? What, what can we do? Mm-hmm. And that, uh, they put together then a plan okay. that we try to follow as best we can mm-hmm. um, as, a, as a board yeah. um, for the next few years. Okay. Um, maybe move it up a little bit then, Mike. The, um, uh, at the end of the day, right, there's all these committees and all these subcommittees and subcommittees to that and that and that. Uh, but the parks, they have this five-year plan, right? And you, you then what, approach the town council with it? and say this is what we want to do and they vote on it or how does that work? So if it's park related, it typically just goes straight to the park board. Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't, unless it's, unless it is a, uh, you know, an ordinance or something that we want passed. Okay. Then, you know, that's going to go to the, the town okay. uh, council. But, but typically when it's park related, mm-hmm. um, it's mostly just handled right through the park board. Okay. And they, they you know, have as far the, as expenses. And yes. They, like that. That's what I was going to try to get at. Like they have the, the right to say, we're going to spend our money on this. We do. Oh, so okay. we have our own budget within oh, the parks board. Interesting. Okay. So we have to approve the payroll for the parks department. Okay. Um, as well as any of the other little funding that goes on through the parks board, mm-hmm. um, including anything, uh, playground equipment. So yeah. we have a repair and replacement schedule with all of the, the parks in town. Mm-hmm. And we look at, see well, do, what's in the budget to repair this year okay what's in the budget to repair next year okay so you know we have to look at that pretty closely mm-hmm. and and um that's all like no one no one can outweigh you though you get to like kind of put stuff where it goes oh yeah. that's cool okay much. <laughs> okay i was i was under the assumption that like it's like these are the, the top dogs and everyone kind of has well, to fall in line obviously the there are some things that if the town council that they ultimately do have a, a bigger voice okay. when it comes to that. So uh, I'll give you a great example. The town really wanted to make community, um, not community, Centennial Park pay for parking. Yes. And so that was uh, one of their one of their ins- projects. Okay. Um, it did have to come to the park board for a vote. Got it. Um, it did get voted on uh, and approved with mm-hmm. the park board. Uh, but that was a, a something that was spearheaded by the town council. Okay. That started there. Okay. The budget for the parks, does that come from like the town's overall budget or do you guys operate yes. separately? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so they can essentially dictate how much? They can. Okay. Yeah. So they can cut some of the budget if, if necessary. Yeah. Or, and is know. that unfortunately, I, when I hear what conversations I've had, I feel like parks unfortunately gets cut first on a lot of things. Um, I don't know that it's cut First, but you know, we, there are some shaving of, mm-hmm. yeah. of some of some money that comes off here and there. Yeah. Um, Parks it is one of the only departments that actually generates money, though. Really, so, from the events and things. Yeah, okay. from different events. And okay. So we are really one of the only town functions that generate things to pay okay. for itself. Okay. So a lot of times when we have events through the parks department, mm-hmm. um, they're self-funded. Okay. Yeah. What uh, What's the best one? No, the, the most revenue comes from what event? Oh, do you think? Gosh. Um, over the years, there have been tons, um, but with the closing of the view, we've kind of lost some of those. Okay. The bridal shower used to be really a big event. Okay. Um, we just had the at the high school the uh, holiday arts and crafts fair, which is one of the oh yeah biggest yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Um, is that more like booth? Like you charge for the booths, yep. and that's what yep. generates charge the revenue. For the booths. Okay. Yep. And and then and the bigger the the event, the the more it makes. Okay. You know. Our goal is not to make money. Right. Um, our goal is to you know make enough so mm-hmm. that we can pay for some of the things and the advertising, right. all the stuff that we have to do. Yeah, because a lot. I mean, you hear, you see it all the time. Posts on social media and things like, why can't we do this? Or I want to do that. Or why does it must do that? It's like, well, we need the money for it. Yeah. So you know, where's that coming from? Yeah, a lot of times money is um, is funding's a problem. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Does um does does the Civic Foundation fund it in any way, or are those separate? Like. Um, the Civic Foundation typically has their own things that okay. they fund. So okay. like the concerts in the park, I believe, mm-hmm. are all funded. That's Civic Foundation that's completely separate. Okay, from so the, the park Nothing doesn't generate do anything from that. It's so, like, do they rent it out or anything like that? Or it's just a separate, totally separate it's thing? It's all their thing. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. It's very, like, I find, hopefully other people find it interesting too, but just yeah. how all this, uh, this works is interesting. And until you kind of um, work in it, or um, get more involved in it, mm-hmm. you, you don't really pay attention yeah. to like, you think it's all just one town right. function, right? but it's really not. It can be several different areas. 
like the Civic Foundation or yeah. the Parks Department. Mm -hmm. They could have different different things. Okay. Uh, so you're the right man to talk to then about getting the wine tasting back in Centennial yeah, Park. Yeah, one of my favorites, yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> I, I really liked it. Uh, I think uh, Chuck had maybe said that there were some insurance things that increased. I believe that's what we talked about. Um, or different events. Or was that just like a, a COVID casualty kind of thing? Uh, it was a COVID casualty. And I know that a lot of times with those particular uh, events, the wine tasting and there was a, a you know, a brewery, the brewery, brewery yeah, one. Yeah. Um, most of the time, those events are coordinated by a company. Okay. So you, ha you typically contract out through the company. Okay. And then they have all of their event, their distributors mm -hmm. lined up for the event. Okay. So you have to do that well enough in advance. So if we okay. wanted to do a wine festival in the yeah. park, we couldn't yeah. just say, hey, next month we're going to do a wine festival. Right, yeah. Because chances are a lot of those things are booked. They're already. booked, yeah. Yeah, so you have to do that in advance. Okay. There's two, there's two, now there's two new agendas with this podcast. Agenda one, <laughs> and, and Dustin, he said he, we're working on it. So sign ordinance, we're working on. Number two is going to be getting that wine, yeah, that wine no, tasting fan, bag. So it, it's, a, it's a good event. I like it. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so I was actually talking with someone not too long ago before I closed up today. Um, I'll give him a shout out, Dave Kinsling. I hope I didn't butcher the last name. Um, but he's a small town proponent, a lot of um, more walkability. And so while we're still on the subject of parks, how does Munster compare to neighboring communities when it comes to like the number of parks, number of activities and things like that? Um, we are, I, in, well, in my opinion, I'm, I'm biased, but I yeah. think that we're one of the best. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, each of the communities around us, Highland, Dyer, they have good programs. Mm -hmm. um, Highland has a the Lincoln Center, so they have yes. a, a space dedicated, mm -hmm. um, but we actually have a, a partnership agreement with them. Right. So Munster gets Highland resident uh, fees mm -hmm. when it comes to the Lincoln Center. So we try to partner up with Highland and with Dyer, with neighboring yeah, communities. The, the Highland one is tied into the pool, right? They yes. get pool rates and we get uh, rec center rates. Right. Okay. Uh, the, one of the things, and I, again, I think we're past it, at least at this point, is the, I heard that the possibility, if we did charge a food and beverage tax in Munster, the possibility one day of using funds like that would be for a rec center. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, to yeah. be honest with okay. you. I have heard <laughs> the rumors would, okay. about, the, yeah, uh, these are just about rumors. the food and beverage tax. I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, I, I believe as far as the law goes, you have to be pretty specific. Maryville just passed the yes. food and beverage tax which they, in the news article I read, was specifically for Parks and Rec. Okay. Um, I don't know how much of that is true. Yeah. I have to see the documents. Yeah. But, but yeah. Or originally, I know years ago, they wanted to, when they first thought about a food and beverage, it's, speaking about Maryville, they wanted to subsidize that development that used to be the uh, Radisson or the Holiday Star oh, Plaza. Right. And I thought that would have been one of the worst things ever, to charge a whole community a tax to subsidize a developer's ambitions of building whatever he wanted to build there, a amphitheater or, or whatever the heck their agenda was. Well, I think the wheel there, the food beverage tax got looped in there because it wanted to be owned by the, the, the city of Maryville mm -hmm. or the town of Maryville, sorry. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it would have been owned by the town and similar to like the view or the yeah, Lincoln Center, right. they wanted something like that, but on a much grander scale. Mm -hmm. And and so that I think where that that logic came from. I don't know whatever okay. happened to that because yeah. that was that's a little far for me. Yeah, it was years years ago, and then all yeah. of a sudden now I see Maryville passed it. Yeah, <clears throat> but. That was something I kind of brought up with Dustin, the possibility now that we're missing the view, if we were to uh, get on board at some capacity with the Hilton, mm -hmm. saying, you know, we're going to co-own to some degree or we're going to get some sort of kickback for all the events that they hold there. Because now, as a town, we're not going to be competing. We're not going to reopen our venue space, which will funnel a lot of business to them and we should we could hopefully get some kickback that's that's far above my pay grade but i think it would be a, a lucrative and interesting idea well and i think that's a great idea because centennial park is definitely a destination yep. when it comes to like weddings and any kind of special events mm -hmm. and the view um, was really a nice uh event space because of 
um, the view. The view, right. The view. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I don't think we've shut the door as a town completely mm -hmm. on doing something. Okay. Because um, we did get some insurance settlement money. And okay. Or not insurance, but we got some settlement money okay. from the lawsuit. Okay. Uh, uh, against the developer? Against I'm the engineers. Engineers, okay. Um, so we got some money okay. to do something with uh, that. I don't know that it will ever be, and this is going to be up to the town council. Sure. I don't know if, if it'll ever be on the scale of what the view was. Yeah. But I think doing something in that space, um, mm -hmm. and other residents, and Wendy even came with a, I think she had an idea of doing something more um, outside Okay. Uh, ish mm -hmm. in that space. Well, they're doing something with the clubhouse there still. Yes. So maybe an outdoor bar or something, very minimal patio space or something. Well, what we all we did right now that's being built is up on the hill. Right. Is the um, the golf, the pro shop. Yes. Okay. So right now the the pro shop or prior to this was in the view, mm -hmm. and with that building, you know, un unusable right. at the moment. Uh, we have to do something else. Mm -hmm. And it just made sense because you start up there golfing up at the top. Right. So we, we decided to put something up there. And the design is gonna is much different. Okay. We did we we, we took the lessons that were learned from okay. the view yeah. and um, and really uh, did a lot of testing and a lot of mm -hmm. uh, design on on that that structure yeah so it's not like Dustin had told yeah. me once in a conversation that if the whole thing crumbled around it that would still stand yeah like they, you guys are really like no yeah. risks on this we, one we've really really <clears throat> tried to you know cross every T and dot every yeah. I as far yeah. as making sure it's a, just a sound structure it's not nothing's wrong with okay it. another one more crazy park idea okay. if we could put a fence up along Centennial, like wrought iron, right? Not a wood or a PVC. If we put up some sort of little fence, could we do sledding there? I feel like we have nowhere to sled oh, on that hill. On that about. hill. So I know it's, it's on Calumet. It's a dangerous hill that faces Calumet Avenue. Yes. <laughs> yes. But could we, could, I think there's enough of a gap there because you still have the sidewalk and you still have land. But if there were to be a small, like a four foot uh, metal or wrought iron fence, Think we could ever do something like that? I, you know, I will never rule it out. I mean, yeah. it's, it, people have come with, with crazier ideas. Okay. <laughs> considered so. Interesting. Okay. It's, it's definitely something that you should start. If you ever have a park idea, uh, the first place to go is always going to be Mark, who's the okay. park director. Okay. You know, Mark um, is a great resource, and he's been in, in parks uh, management and parks mm -hmm. administration for a very long time. So, you know, go to Mark first. Or someone at the at the town hall. Mark typically gathers the information, okay, and then brings that to the board. To the to, board, okay. So that we can kind of kick it around and see is that within the budget and okay, you know, what can we do with that? Yeah, well, as I I, I do need to get familiar with the uh, the heads of the, the departments. As I do more of these, hopefully, I'm still allowed in town hall. <laughs> so we'll we'll see I how know. it goes. You keep talking about signs. I know, know, man. There. <laughs> We'll just move right past that <laughs> as we're sitting by my signs here yes. in the window today. Um, so let's, let's back one, uh, real estate, right? So you've been, okay. you've been involved in lending for 28 years. And so a lot of it is Munster has grown to capacity, as some would say. Sure. Um, in your opinion, do you still have a pulse on the real estate market in the town? Are you still working with those loans? Yeah. I, okay. you know, I manage, I work for People's Bank mm -hmm. and it's a, community bank right here in the middle of town and, mm -hmm. and I manage the the mortgage area. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. real residential lending area. I do the uh, uh, sales management. I do the system administration. So all okay. kinds of stuff over there. Um, but yeah, I, and I live here in Munster. So I right. definitely pay attention to, you know, what's going on. Home prices are definitely up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, inventory. There's not a ton of inventory, as right. you know. Um, and we are, yeah, we're running out of land. Yeah. Um, that is why, but, but the, that's, that's similar in Highland and, you know, other surrounding areas. They don't have a ton of land. Highland was one of the hottest zip codes in the country over yeah. the summer. And I, I, like I said, I've been doing real estate two years now and the majority of my dealings this past year were in Highland. Um, there was a trend for a while there, depending on the area here in Munster, um, over by River Drive. I used to live on River Drive and, mm -hmm. uh, to renovate those homes and build up. Okay. Um, there were about three or four homes right there on River Drive, and that, I kind of thought that's where that trend might have been going. Okay, is taking some of the older homes and mm -hmm. maybe 
rehabbing them or doing something different with okay. them. And that still might happen. You mm-hmm. know, um, we can't predict what, what home sure. buyers are going to do. Right. When, when people want more, they say like, people can't afford to live in Munster. As someone like I would say a complaint or something that gets said a lot. Or teachers, you know, on a teacher's salary, you can't live in Munster. Or on the Munster police salary, they can't live in Munster. So some of those things, like, is there an answer? Like, do we build what little land we have left? Do we build uh, more duplexes? No one, no one is, let me preface this by saying, when we're talking high density, I, I sat down with, I think, all but one town council people running. None of, none of them were in favor of multi-unit apartments and things like that. Nobody, even no. the most left right. Democrat, wanted 50-unit right. apartment buildings, okay? Right. So high density is a triggering, scary word for some people. I, I, I believe duplexes would still be considered high density to some extent. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't consider a duplex high density, but I would, you know... I think some people mm-hmm. would consider like a fourplex high okay. density. Okay. And I think you've got a couple right down the street here. Oh you've yeah. Got a couple oh, fourplexes here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that are, that are really cool buildings. Mm-hmm. They're older buildings that, um, in fact, right down this street here, there's a, a four unit building. Yes. Um, on Meadow. Yes. Meadow. Yeah. And, and, and that's a cool looking mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. So, you know, could you get away with a few of the more of those here? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, high density is a t- touchy subject, mm-hmm. but I, I don't believe anybody in the area could seize that this area going that direction. Right, right. Is there, in your opinion, what what would you like to see with what little land we have left as far as development-wise? Um, I'm always in favor of taking something older and, and improving it, you know, mm-hmm. improving on it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's lots of areas that it, in Munster, um, I, I was home shopping in 2020. Okay. And it was the weirdest experience because I am in the business mm-hmm. and I was looking at homes in Munster and I was looking at homes that were older, that were more than, you know, 25% more than what I ended up paying for a house. Oh, absolutely. And needed um, probably twice the amount of work. Yes. They were, you know, from the, hadn't been updated since the 70s or 80s. Right. So that I think is one of the problems that you're going to see. Mm-hmm. Um, is that some of the older homes that have not been updated? Um, mm-hmm. You're going to see those. They're still buying. They're still buying them. People oh, are still yeah. buying them. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll, we'll see where demand goes. If demand stays high, mm-hmm. you're going to see people buy those and then gut them in rehab. There's right. lots of areas that you could just do some, you know, good home improvements. And there's good loan products for that. Yeah. Renovation loans and things like that. So, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> the uh, getting into politics, right? What yeah. uh, so you ran as a Democrat this previous uh, election cycle yeah. for town council? Where did uh, how did that start? Yeah, the politics thing. You know, it never. I was asked to run because Munster is is primarily a, a an R community, uh-huh. and I, which I always found really weird mm-hmm. because uh, I think we've had this conversation before. When it comes to town stuff, mm-hmm. um, the idea of Republican and Democrat, right? Yeah, is kind of silly. Yes, absolutely, and. Um, you know, because we all want the same things. We mm-hmm. want to pave our streets and we want to pay our, uh, our police officers and fire department and we want to have great schools and we all want those same things. Mm-hmm. Um, we may just have different approaches to it. Sure. Um, so I was asked to run, um, the f- I ran twice, the first time was, you know, four years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and I only ran at a primary and I only ran, I was Got asked it. to run because no one was running. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, sure. Like, you're our Never guy. expecting. I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Um, you know, and, and, and again, as a Democrat running in a Munster Republican town, yes. you sort of, it's an uphill battle anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's how it started. Just as, uh, uh, why not? Yeah. You know, I think it's good in politics anyway, just to have someone running. It sort of gives people the opportunity to see different, different views, different, right. uh, different ideas, different things like that. And I don't think that you should... Um, negate someone's ideas mm-hmm. because of their party. Yes, and, and we have talked about that, and I fully agree with you. I think it's absurd that national politics yeah. funnel into a small town. Like, it just serves no purpose. Yeah. They're not going to vote based on the national policies. There, there's a lot of people that take it very seriously, and, and one thing that I've learned, especially this last election cycle, is that people take their politics really seriously. Mm-hmm. There were some threats. There were some... Yeah. You know, 
some not pleasant things that were happening, especially mm -hmm. with us, you know, me specifically, um, threatened, yeah. targeted. Yeah. Um, that was kind of silly in my opinion. It was like, right. dude, we're not solving the immigration border crisis Correct. here in Munster. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. We, we track Illinois plates like we're at the border. So. This is true, the wrong border. <laughs> right. I don't know which one is scarier. <laughs> um, but so how, how was that process? Obviously, uh, that's kind of what started this. There were a couple things that catapulted me into doing this. One of them was the election. And one of them was um, you were one of the first people I actually sat down with. And what started me kind of peeking my head into this whole little thing was I had um, taken a picture with George when he came in and, and did his Where's George, which I appreciated. And I had a conversation with him. And then it was kind of like, oh, this guy is a conservative, he's a Republican, he, he's, the uh, allegiance is there. Yeah, I think you're kind of um, skipping over. That, I wouldn't say that. Just mm -hmm. because I saw a picture of you, I would never think that. I think that when you post things that align, mm -hmm. if you post a picture of yeah. yourself with a person, and then you post things that similarly align you with their views, yeah. that adds credence to that. Okay. You know. So so before we had met, though, that was kind of your when we first sat down, yeah. that was kind of your interpretation of me that I Absolutely, was yeah. that I was a I don't I don't want to say like right wing, but you kind of had said like this guy's vote is going this way. Right. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And that would have been that that was my observation mm -hmm. um, just because of your which was always a little mind boggling to me with you specifically because mm -hmm. you were on the steering committee. Yes. And, and all that, and then had come out so vocally against mm -hmm. change. Um, it was very interesting to me mm -hmm. to see that shift. Mm -hmm. and, and so I thought your politics had really shifted. Yeah. And, and as I've gotten to know you, I've known, well, that's just not you. That mm -hmm. doesn't encapsulate you. Right. You know, that's just one topic of you. Right. Um, and I think that's important to understand about people in general. Yeah. Is just because someone has post something or right. says something that's not them right. their entire personality yeah that that's how my name first got brought up by steve and steve had uh someone said you know did anyone talk to these businesses that you're going to ruin kind of thing and steve posted the streetscape committee of uh, businesses yeah. my name was included and he said yeah we talked to them they were part of it they're for it and that's kind of when i spoke up and said whoa 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 let's back up uh, I am I'm for a lot of what the streetscape wanted to accomplish. I think a lot of businesses will suffer tremendously if we start doing construction on Ridge Road. It, well, and let's clarify that because I think, and I remember specifically mm -hmm. what you said at that meeting. You said if I had a magic wand yes. and I could wave it yes. and it would be done, yep. absolutely you'd yep. be in favor of it. Mm -hmm. Where your struggle specifically comes in is the lost revenue during construction and during that right. that time of change. Right. And I absolutely yep. understand your perspective there. And that's a real concern. Yep. You know, how do you as a community, you know, grapple with helping these small businesses mm -hmm. during that construction period? So I completely understand that. Right. I think just the message was sort of lost in the mm -hmm. Well, a know. lot of it. And that, again, back, back yeah. to like that's what's starting this because a lot of uh, the details are lost in the tone of yeah. online, the tone Absolutely. of the text. Yeah. And and you know, we sat down that one time, this was before the election for over an hour and we talked about a number of things. Yeah. And that's kind of what wanted to get me started on this because you had a view of me based on a couple posts, and I had absolutely no view on you of you. I knew I knew your name. I don't, I don't like social media. Right? I don't post. <clears throat> I knew your name from a couple signs, but I had I had no idea what you yeah. what you stood for or anything. Sure. And I was like, I like this guy. You know what I mean? Like we had an excellent conversation, like Thanks. I did with with all the candidates, to where I was like. I could have civil conversations with them. I don't think national politics are feeding into these people when I actually sit down with them. But you were from the outside to people, not me, but from the outside to people like left of the left. And then the other guys, yeah, the right is of so the right. so far from the truth. <laughs> right, Yeah. right. And, and I'm like, I don't know. I, I sat down with him. Maybe you want to get to know him. And, yeah. e and even election aside, yeah. people should just get to know. I mean, I, I, as a business owner, I should know or as a resident, I should say, I should know more about the parks department. You know, so these conversations are hopefully engaging uh, the and community helpful, yeah. and, and they're helpful. Just yeah. getting to take down those, those barriers 
um, because whether you're Republican or Democrat really has nothing to do with your day-to-day -day life in Munster. They don't. They we're your friends, your neighbors, your family, your cousins, whatever. Um, the, this community is not that big. Yeah. And, and you know, having... And it's not like I, I had a perception of you, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that was just sort of like, well, that's one vote I won't get, you know. Sure. So I'm not going to worry about it. Mm -hmm. it. It wasn't a negative perception. It was just sure. a, okay. So that's where he stands. Right. And and yes. And then when we had a conversation, um, and you got to know me a little bit more, which is really funny because I think people probably know a lot more about me than they do just mm -hmm. because I'm on the parks board. Sure. You know, you you see sort of my. You can come and watch the videos or watch a meeting mm -hmm. and you can see my opinion I'm, mm -hmm. I'm never shy about my opinion yeah um and 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 it's all right there so it i'm, I'm always the first person on the parks board to ask like is this within the budget are we going over okay so i'm always financially you know, sure concerned conservative really <laughs> i mean i, I really am <laughs> yeah i really am I, I always worry about like the budget and, mm -hmm. and are we going to go over do we have enough money is this yeah yeah so that's always a concern of mine yeah you know, which is not a real not really seen as a big democratic trait right you know it's right just uh spend money that was one of the questions well you're just going to spend money you know that's not that's right not me. right you know and i'm sure people could have looked at a history if they did due diligence sure but Sure. Who does due diligence before they vote? Come on, right, right. <laughs> That's well, hard work. And budgeting. I look at. I mean, in my work, and your work, I look yeah, at budgeting yeah. too, and and money. You know, so I'm I'm always fiscally responsible. Mm -hmm. always, you have to be. Mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, I mean, how did you like the? Uh, again, it was a nasty cycle, right? Uh, but what what were your overall feelings? Did you know what you were getting in for? Were you shocked by some things? Were you like, what was your experience through it? Um, I had no intention on running okay. at all. Um, in fact, I said no about eight times. Before. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. Yeah, and they finally had like beaten me down enough. Who and does I said, that? Just and again, you know, you know, in four years we'll see what happens. Maybe I do, maybe sure. I don't. But who's who calls you up on the phone? Is there like a Democratic chair that says, so, "Hey, yeah, we want there, you"? There are two, both sides in here in Munster represented. There's okay. the Democratic. Uh, precinct organization, okay, which has seen a really nice turn mm -hmm. of, of members and you know good recruiting, and the same can be said on the Republican side. Okay, you know they also have their Republican Central Committee. I think it's what it's called. Okay, I think so. Munster, mm -hmm. yeah, and they do the same thing. So mm -hmm. those committees are are going to always be looking for candidates, people okay. that are interested in getting involved, and whether you and you can be involved from as. as just in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. If that is the extent of your uh, of your want, you can yeah. say, well, I'm just going to be a precinct chair in my okay. little neighborhood. And that's just to kind of keep your neighborhood um, up to date on things. Okay. And so each of the sides, Republican and Democrat, has mm -hmm. that precinct um, or precinct area that you can be involved in. Okay. If you want, if you still wanted to. Yeah. yeah. And then all of those precincts get together on each of their respective sides and they, they look for candidates. Okay. And so you get the phone call, you tell them no eight yeah. times, no, and, and they I, keep you know, calling, right? Yes, yeah. They, you know, go ahead. It's, you know, it's, just, it's just an election. Why not? Sure. <laughs> what could it hurt? And, and, and here we are now. Uh, what, what was your experience from it? Um, it was a different experience okay. because I think um, this particular election, there were a lot of emotions that were stirred up. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people in Munster are really used to living in the Munster bubble, mm -hmm. you know, where they don't want things to change. They mm -hmm. don't ever want things to change. Sure. And they're always going to be the same. And I think that in general, every community is going to go through some change. Yeah. So we can either have control of that yeah. and be a part of it and drive that change, yeah. or we can let it out overrun us. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I'm just in favor of Hey, things are going to change anyway. Sure. Let's figure out how we can steer that change. Sure. What what would have been something you wanted to change? Like, do you have a a, a goal in mind? I mean, yes, talking Ridge Road that was like a very hot topic. Yeah. But does it go beyond that? Like, do you are you for the the streetscape project? Would you like lane reduction? Because. I feel the Republicans, whether you sat down and talked to them or you didn't, you knew no, no. lane reduction. No, no lane reduction. Well, you could tell by the big red signs. Right. So, <laughs> so we knew where they stood. Yeah. The, 
D Democrats, I feel that they didn't. Now they came. They came strong at the end. I feel like, but a lot of people had already voted. Like those last couple days, I saw guys like Ken post yeah. and like these are my. This is my agenda. This is what I stand for. I'm like, dude, have to talk. We had like well, early voting up. Like you miss. You missed it. The the funny thing about the whole Ridge Road project mm -hmm. is that in, in my perspective mm -hmm. it was already done mm -hmm. like this so at this point yes all we we're deciding we're waiting for the data to come back correct so to take a position on something when the data is not back seemed to me just a little irresponsible okay and, and and that's only because you may be you know what's the saying cutting off your nose to spite your face okay you know you, you you're saying i'm not going to do something before you might have a great idea like sure. what if they come back with some data yeah. and a really good plan and you're like, wow, this could really work. Yeah. And but now you can't because you've now said Well, they absolutely cannot. Right. Yeah, I think there would be picketing in the street if they started breaking absolutely. ground on Ridge Road. So that was my <clears throat> my position on it was just was kind like, of hold off. Hey, you know, this first of all, the grants already awarded. Right. This the project's already underway, the evaluations, the all this is being done. Let's see mm -hmm. what the designs options are because mm -hmm. that's the next step is they're going to see the traffic flow. Right. And then what are the design options? Right. And it was never like, oh, we're going down two lanes. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That was never on the table anyway. Mm -hmm. That was just a, like, I think the rumor mill. Yeah. I mean, when I was on it initially uh, and, and Chuck had a, a conversation with me pre-election and we cleared up some stuff because on the streetscape it was it was this my side of ridge road was parking well, sure but then right it, it, evolves, it evolves right now it evolves yeah. but the people that were involved at certain steps had no idea that it was evolving you well, know which is a mistake because correct. they should have absolutely been correct like, hey we're going to still community engage with all this yes this is evolving the, they thanked us absolutely. for our time and it was done so yeah. You know, months later, my last interpretation of streetscape is I'm getting three parking spaces in front of my building. And a then, flower pot in the middle of the street. Th yes. Then you have one lane. Then you have flower pots. Then you have one lane. Yeah. And then you have a raised oh, bike it. lane. Yeah. And, um, I mean, And yeah. so you're like, no, I'm not in favor of that. Right. Little it, did you know, like, oh, that was ruled out, like, well before. Right. Yeah. yeah. So now, and it was, it was grief from the police, fire, ambulances, and hospitals that said, you cannot do medians. You know, which we, was already decided right. that it was right. Done. Exactly. So you're arguing like, yes, you win. Yes. Right, right, right. I'm on a streak with the town, man. I keep winning. <laughs> you keep winning. Um, but yes, yeah, so, and, and that goes back to the conversation with Dustin, right? I brought up signs again to him. He didn't appreciate it. Fine. He's working on it in the background. You would think someone like myself that's been vocal for a decade on the side ordinance. Hey, Anthony, you know what? We're looking into this. I had no, it's just communication. And the streetscape kind of, they dropped that as well at the end of it. Because maybe, I, again, my biggest riff with it is the construction. Sure. And my story is only mine alone, and I've, I've stressed that numerous times. Uh, I'm going to be sitting down in one of the upcoming weeks with um, uh, Dan from The Sweet Tooth. And he, uh, I believe, is more for, a lot more for it than I am. Yeah. He had more people in the afternoon as traffic was backing up. He got more business mm -hmm. from the construction on the train tracks. Yeah. So it's going to hit different people differently. And it could hit you differently. It depends. I mean, you have to ask yourself, what was he doing differently? Mm -hmm. What was what was different about the businesses? What was different about his, what was different? Right, right. It's going to hit, well, we have very different business. Mine is more in the morning. Yeah. So people don't like to, they're coming before work. So that extra, oh, I'm not going down Ridge Road, it's closed. I'm not doing that, it's closed. So they, for me in the morning, people want in and out, in and out, in and out. That's why people want drive-throughs and things like that. So I'm already at a disadvantage there. Well, it's Munster. You could have a drive-through very soon. <laughs> yeah, I are. could have a drive-through. Luckily, luckily, we have not had a drive-through our windows. Um, I'd have to buy new signs and no one would nope. approve them. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's going to affect everybody differently. I was negatively, severely negatively impacted by the train construction, which is why I got vocal on the possibility of two years of streetscape construction. Right. That's my fear. Of I it. get that. Yeah. Um, but, but moving on from Ridge, are there any, um, day one in like plans you had do you think, was there any, like, this is what I would have well, yeah, wanted? Yeah. One of the, what, this is, I think one of the most controversial um, issues which I found 
again, pretty head scratching, mm -hmm. was the whole idea of the social worker. Okay. Um, I was very vocal about my experience having a 15 year old at, that had gotten mixed up in the vaping okay. at Bumster High School and um, vaping had led to vaping THC, mm -hmm. which led to some pretty serious medical stuff, which led to, I mean, it's been a, a big roller coaster. Mm -hmm. um, during my um, studies, research, I guess, during, mm -hmm. of, of the issue, sure. I'm not the only parent that is going through this. Okay. There, are, there are a lot of substances that are going through our schools that we may not be aware of. I, I will say I went to, I graduated, now I'm getting old, I'm aging myself, right? But I graduated Marion in 2008. Yeah. And uh, I, I wasn't a cool kid, so you know I didn't I didn't partake. But um, the good drugs, as you would say, good drugs, right, came from the Munster kids. Yeah. The Munster kids had the house do. parties. They had the pills. They had the. Uh, we're not talking weed and some alcohol. The right. Munster kids had the high well, drugs. Yeah, high and I'm going to tell you that there's it goes on in the buses. Mm -hmm. There's kids that take alcohol in water bottles. To oh school. yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're, the vaping has gotten so crazy that they do it. And I spoke to a school board member who said that their child told them it literally happens during classes because wow. it's, you know, it can be it, odorless, see, sure. no smoke. Uh -huh. So you could be getting high right in the middle of you wow. know, world history and nobody's yeah. knowing anything about it. <laughs> and that's happening. And so um, what, we, what I've seen happen with a lot of parents is just like, the police are doing what the police do, and that's keeping mm -hmm. the peace. Then they might arrest the kid, or they might do mm -hmm. something else. But you know, as a community, when it happened to me and all the stuff that was going on, sure, I didn't know what to do. Sure, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know any resources. I had nothing. Okay, I had nothing to to figure out. I just figured it all on, on my own. Okay, and so my thought was, I really just wanted to. I was looking at towns like Griffith and Valpo that had these resources already in place. Okay. And 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 how can we, you know, get something like that? Mm -hmm. um, I already knew, and this is this is public knowledge at this point, that Chief Shekel had already asked for in the 2024 budget. Mm -hmm. He had already asked for a social worker. Okay. So I wasn't campaigning on a new like something. It wasn't a new idea. It wasn't something. It was, crazy. It was definitely spun that way, though. But it was definitely no. The the reason it was spun, it was spun as if I want to fire correct a police you, officer yeah. to hire a social worker. Right. Right. And that was never, mm -hmm. and that's where the threats started coming in because that was. Couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, you know, I, I, I absolutely support the police. I, I mm -hmm. think they do a great job. But, but this would would have been an added resource, right? And and an added resource that's already being asked for by by the, the chief. department. Uh huh. Um, and that was spun in a completely different direction, uh, which turned out to be, like I said, a little dangerous for me. Right. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so, would you do it again? <laughs> Um, do I want to run? No, God. No. Okay. Um, no, but you know, I absolutely want to. I, I'm always going to be one of those people that's going to stay involved because I, I like genuinely like to help. Yeah. Um, when I, I have volunteered in all kinds of organizations, I've mm -hmm. been on the Little League board, the Munster Education Foundation. Okay. You, anything that I can help in, and people know that, ask me, and I'll do it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's that's important in a community and Munster has a really good community of volunteers. Yes. They really do. Especially the, the parents. Mm -hmm. The parents really step in when their kids are involved and they want to get involved. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so that's one great thing that I can say about our community. Yeah. Um, so not interested in again, no. would, would there be anything you, you did differently during, if you, if you had to do it again? Um, or what advice, no, what advice would you give to someone that wanted to run in the future? You know, it's such a different, it's such a, this particular election cycle was so unique. Okay. I don't know that anyone could have predicted all the craziness that okay. was coming out of it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, I don't, but I would say to anybody that is going to run, get your message, make sure that you get your message out um, yeah. clearly. Yeah. So an example would be this mm -hmm. sort of podcast. If you're going to, you have to give people a little bit of reference to know who you are and where you're coming from, yeah. that you're not a crazy person, right. that you're not going to, you know, you don't have, 
ill intentions toward the community. Like you want people to get to know you. So right. that's probably my advice that I would give to any person running mm -hmm. is to be more um, accessible on this sort of platform. Yeah. yeah. From a podcast, from a YouTube channel, right. from whatever. Which I feel yeah. was lacking, yeah. you know, before. Which and that's just a general, not not your campaign For is sure. lacking. Yeah, it was yeah. in general, uh, and and hopefully something like this serves a purpose. I mean, at the end of the day, these are my opinions. I'm a, a, a relatively a nobody in the town, and that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, I don't have, you know, as, as they say, I should stick the shakes is what uh, one of my proponents told me. But, um, well, that's a good, that's a, hey, that's a good segue because that leads us to the whole online thing. You know, yeah. you can't let the online people, you know, that's, that's just advertising. Mm -hmm. Let's say this is your business. Mm -hmm. It's not, but sure. let's say podcasting sure. is your business. That's just advertising. You're always going to have negative comments. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And you can't let that stuff get you down. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I had a conversation with someone and uh, I've gotten a lot of people, a lot of people I didn't know message. Yeah. I've gotten emails, phone calls, text messages, and people coming in. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like it, it's already taken off a little bit more than I had thought it would, which is a very, it's just Good. cool. It's yeah. cool. Um, that, that people are interested. And I was at um, Bean Me Up episode. There's aired on Monday, this past Monday. And I went in there today with my wife and we got coffee. And uh, I was like, have you gotten any feedback? She was like, oh, yeah, people are listening. So, uh, uh, someone came in today. They'd never been in before. And they heard about yeah, it and, and they came that's, in. So that's great. it's serving a purpose. And, um, and yes, it could serve. A, I would really like to sit down with all the... Um, directors of different things. Uh, I still have to get to know uh, Sergio, who took over for Tom Vanderwood at the buildings department. Um, so those are some names that I want to sit down with. And um, I'm sure at some point, the schools, PTO, I get a lot of PTO parents in here, obviously. Yeah. Um, sit down with some of them. Which are the hardest working parent volunteers on the planet, too. PTOs, like, they kill it. Yeah. They, they really do, especially here in town. Yeah. Um, our PTOs are really good. Yeah. So, and I, and I do, I have people coming and I've raised money for all of them through our uh, Mustang, our drinks, yeah. uh, through the Eads. Eads PTO we're doing this month. So uh, January, $2.50 uh, go to Eads. And historically, every January I do Eads. Historically, they've always gotten the highest amount of donations. And it's proximity, right? Maybe proximity. So it's yeah. proximity, yeah. Um, you know, people see their kids' school Versus, you know, other, but then I got to do it. Yeah. One parent comes in though from uh, a different school, and now I got to do it for theirs, which is yeah. fine. So I rotate throughout the year, but I generally hit up um, all the PTOs when they come in and ask. Yeah. Um, I have like a wait list of people that want <laughs> donations from small businesses, but I, I do what I can. Most of us small businesses do, sure. and um, yeah. So the the mission there is getting the word out, which we're starting to do. Um, I think it could, this could be educational too, because you know, like we talked about, some of the people in the community have no idea what the park board does. Yes. You know, how do we manage it? Right. Is there a budget? That's the probably the number one question I get is that the money. Like, yeah. It, it, do we we have most people don't realize we have a separate budget. Right. Uh, I just thought it was the town. Like yeah. council says, ah, this year we're going to give you this, yeah. and that's kind of it. Um, but do they use, there's some shavings, right? And, and the last thing, and I, I don't know, you know, the Ridge Road, obviously bullet point number one, but bullet point number two was, uh, six more police officers and raises and things like that. But do you, do you fear that other budgets will be impacted by something like a promise like that in I any do. way? Yeah. It's actually a gen genuine concern because I, um, as you know, I'm, I'm friends with the Wendy. Yeah. And, and I'm before the election, I, I, I knew that the budget just has no room for mm -hmm. um, the projected amount or the um, the amount of officers that they wanted to. Right. I know that they were working on scaling up to to get it, more. Yeah. But and revenue I, is always important. Correct. You have to do that. And so what concerns me is that as a community, we're going to want now them to uphold those promises correct and 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 what could be shaved yeah and i you know. do know uh an episode that will i've been trying to upload them once a week but based on people's schedule maybe i'll record twice in a week or something like that so there will be one that i sit down with an fop member and it'll be uploaded on monday mm -hmm. and we talked about that i said how do we go from you know what we're at now to give you guys raises to give you this so no no direct numbers were given to me 
Um, they have talked with the new council to some extent. Supposedly, raises are there, and, and they're not, there's not going to be a wand, like I said, with Ridge Road, right? Sure. You wave a wand, <laughs> wand, magic wand, and there's six new officers. Well, just like magic wand and Ridge Road is done, yeah. it's going to be one. It's going to be two, and, and to uh, eventually get That's up how it there. already was. So, yeah. That's how the plan already was, though, prior okay. to the election. And you can, you can go through the town minutes. That, that was already planned. Yeah. So what's different? So what's different? It's a good question. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't run. I don't know. I'm not involved with that level of it, but uh, well, that's a great question. That's a great question for your next FLP member. Yeah. What's different then? Yeah. Yeah. So these are all great questions, and the conversations have all been some are going to be more controversial than others, right? Certain, yeah. certain parts of sure. them. Um, when I sit down again, like, okay, maybe I get a phone call from someone on the right saying that Mike, you know, Mike, who, why, why'd you sit down and, and shake hands with Mike Sowers? I'm like, yeah, shut up. I'm going to sit down with who I want to sit down with. But that, that's how well, it is. Conversations you know, should have, have, you should have, you, you're going to have, I assume, you know, members of the new council. Absolutely. Then, yeah. That's yeah, the goal. You want to get perspective. And, and that's really important. I think, yeah. um, as a community, to, to get to know the, the people a little bit better, yeah. um, and regardless of where they stand politically, yeah. um, so that you have some information to make a decision. Yes. Um, so you're going to want to sit down with, with people from the new town council or and opposing views. That's, yeah. that's how you make a decision, right. is you have to have information from both well, views. Yeah, if I sit down and agreed with every single thing a person across yes. from me said, then what, there's, no con there's no substance yeah. to it, rather. Right. And it would just be like, it would just be boring. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm not saying you and I disagree on many things, but like, we just had a conversation. It was civil. And yeah, maybe we don't Absolutely. agree and align politically on every single thing, but there's no reason why we can't talk and continue conversations and continue and, and to engage you, with each other. You might get a different perspective from somebody, and, and that's... Um, you know, I have, a, I have friends that are uh, on all various political spectrums. Yeah. And, and I value those friendships enough to listen to their perspectives. Yes. No matter what it's about. Right. You know, if someone's going to talk to me about, you know, uh, the crazy Trump trial right now, I'm going to uh, listen because sure. I'm genuinely interested on his perspective on what he thinks about that. Mm -hmm. Because then, you know, I, I have more information. I kind of get a different perspective. Yeah. Um, you Which know, is I may good. not agree with it, but you right. know, I at least know where you're coming from. At least you can listen. I know you where know. you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And too often people just don't, they get defensive and they don't want to listen. And then that's when the insults, insults start. Yeah. And it just derails the whole conversation. Right, right. Some of it, during the election, it was really interesting to me. Like, down with the Democrat. Like, and down with the, in general, like, you don't, I'm not a horrible person like why uh -huh. what do you have against me like, right like, you don't know me you know one of the no? things that i that i had posted before right right uh, maybe the week of or the day after like yeah let's remember these are people these are people these are our neighbors yeah whether or not you disagree with them politically or if they want lane reduction and you don't doesn't mean you know you should well, vandalize their house now you know it's but just... this is the good thing about our democracy and that's the way that this stuff works take the t you know the park board mm -hmm. um there are many times where i have expressed my opinion and i'm outvoted sure and i but i have expressed my opinion yeah and do i hold any ill will towards my fellow board members right. absolutely not right they have a different perspective mm -hmm. they have uh, the equal voice that i do mm -hmm. and it didn't go my way. So that, that is how the system works. And you have to work within the system yeah. and respect it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the second part of this um, podcast is going to be the um, roundtable, so to speak, discussions. And so what I'm going to do with that is it's looking like the last Sunday of the month might be a good time to do it. So um, if people want to mark their calendar for the last Sunday of January at 10 a.m., I'm going to invite the speakers, not only the speakers from that month, but the community. So maybe someone here, and this is not... Um, like fight club, right? So if anyone comes in and with that kind of mentality to start arguing or doing something, like I don't put up with that. So we're, we're not going to have it within these walls, right? But if people want to come and meet and, and discuss these issues, then I think that's going to be a great opportunity to get more community engagement, more community involvement okay. um, going forward. So I, I hope people that 
disagree to some extent, come in and have those conversations and we can drop those barriers and, and just realize like we're neighbors, we're the same community members. We want, <clears throat> we want what's best for Munster. For sure. So um, yeah. thank you for joining me here today and, yeah. and hopefully you can join us on the 28th as well. I hope so, I hope so. You were gonna, I think the last question you Oh, had, get involved, how you, right? How, how, do, involved? how do we get involved? Because um, I, I was prepping for that one just now. <laughs> In my head, I was like, he's gonna ask me how do you get involved? Um, getting involved, it, and I think getting involved um, on any level, mm -hmm. you have to have a little bit of personal interest in. Absolutely. Um, the easiest way, you're a new parent, mm -hmm. right? So right. as your daughter gets older, mm -hmm. you're gonna, she's going to join dance, or she's going right. to join wrestling, or know, she's going to yeah. join whatever. Yeah. And, and my advice to you as a parent is take whatever opportunity to volunteer, mm -hmm. to coach, if you are, you know, that's that could, that is always a good way to get in, get involved. Yeah. Um, as far as the town goes, um, you know, keep an eye, listen to things. Mm -hmm. if, if you can't attend the town meeting, mm -hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Um, they should. They, I believe they still post them on YouTube. I think so. Yeah. So they post them on YouTube. You can watch them online. Is just pay attention, listen yeah. to the things that go on. Um, that's also applies to the park board. Our meetings are posted online. Okay. Um, if you like, there's always opportunities in this town. There's a ton of organizations. If you like mm -hmm. gardening, there's a garden club. Uh, yeah, if you like yeah. history, there's the historical society. If you, yep. There's all kinds of opportunities. Um, and, and just don't be afraid to reach out and say, hey, I'm really interested in your organization. Yeah. How do I get involved? Right. You know, most organizations that I know of um, will never turn they down need, volunteers. Yeah, they need people. Yeah, they yeah. need people to volunteer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, get involved. Yeah. Um, the PTO, unfortunately, you know, a lot of the parents, the, they're, they're, there's some hardworking people in the PTO, uh, but there's some great volunteers there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so that's my advice. Find something that you like to do and, and volunteer with it. Right. And it sort of snowballs from there. Before yeah. you know it, if someone knows that you're willing to volunteer, they will ask you to volunteer for something else. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's so many, like the garden club, uh, not to drag this out, but I, I met some of the ladies from the garden club when yeah. I went to the civic call out meeting, the yeah. civic foundation. And it was unfortunate, not that I met them, it was unfortunate that they were some of the only people there. It was a room and there were seven people. And I, I believe it was me and, and Megan Compton were the only two people that weren't from another group already in the town. We just went as, as you know, residents, yeah. but everyone else, it was like from the choice club, uh, choice uh, from the garden club, from yeah. this club. And it was like, where's, where's everybody else? You know, and well, so. But they're good resources too. Like oh, the absolutely. Garden, like my neighbor, I, you know, is part of the garden club community. And I was like, hey, what do I do about this? Yeah. Am I landscaping? And he was like, oh, let me tell you. And gave me some really good advice. Right. So, you know, a lot of these groups in town are, are really good resources too. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And they're, re Whether they're rehabbing a home on Ridge, I believe they were telling yeah. us. And so it was, it was very interesting meeting them, but yeah. I'm like, where's the rest of the community? You know, it's yeah. like the people that are involved are involved in a lot. Yeah. And then there's some that are involved in nothing. And, and marketing, we need to have like a marketing person. Yeah. Like I was listening to your episode on the chamber. Yeah. And one of the things that I think the chamber doesn't do enough mm -hmm. is like advertising mm -hmm. for themselves. Mm -hmm. Do they, and not that I, you know, I suck at social media, but um, <laughs> do they, are they, do they have a Facebook club? They do, do they, they do. do they and post and stuff? They, they, they post things and they post, um, that's where the, uh, a lot of the benefit of the chamber will come in from what I've seen. Again, yeah. uh, you know, you have to get more involved with that and I'm trying to get more involved, but um, they, they share, like if I post a, a, okay. a post on my top tier Facebook or Instagram, they will share it on theirs. And it gets okay. a little bit of community involvement but Good. but I did mention uh, in in conversations I've had with Katie and with Brad is that they do the town really really needs bullet point number four what the town needs is a small business liaison yeah and whether that comes from the chamber or it comes from the town manager I think the chamber office, is your small business liaison right and, and up <laughs> yeah. to this point they're not doing it but again things are changing we've sure. had great conversations yeah. uh, and, and it, it's gonna take some time to develop but uh, when it comes into like the chamber advertising, that, that could be one in the same. Like, hey, I am from the chamber. And that's what I recommended to Katie. I said, hey, get 
whoever, whoever wants to do it from the chamber, get to door knocking. Go down, start at once, start at Ridge Road, start at Strachan Van Til, and work your way through Munster. Go to every business, introduce yourself from the town of Munster, and ask, what can we do for you? And, and I think the chamber will grow. Uh, and we'll see how it goes. I'm looking for the Munster Chamber of Commerce website. Oh, okay. <laughs> MunsterChamber.org, I believe. Okay. Don't quote me. Um, so to me, yeah. just looking at it, yeah. this looks like the Town of Munster website. Yes. And, and you would think in the longest time, and Katie clarified, uh, the town, the chamber is not part of the town. It is, it is, but it's not. The town does not, the town of Munster does not hold control over the Chamber of Commerce. No, they're, they're separate entities. Yeah. Correct. But again, looking at that, yes, you would think it's very much part of the town and, and just kind of blah. So yeah, I mean, maybe they got to blitz it up a bit. Yeah, glam so, it up. Glam it up, glam it up. So, um, I mean, we covered a lot. We covered some things that people might uh, lash out at me for, but that's fine, that's part of it. Um, but I, I think we're all better for it. You know, keep the conversations going if people- All perspective. Yeah, it's all perspective, absolutely. Yeah. So I look forward to uh, keeping the conversations going and I thank I you again for your time. I look forward to your next time. episodes too. Awesome, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you. You've been listening to Mustang Mentality. As someone deeply rooted in Munster, Anthony has walked the talk. He sat down with both sides, sipped coffee with local business owners, and really listened to what everyone has to say. And he's bringing those conversations right here to you. This show is for every resident, every business owner, everyone who calls Munster home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at the Anthony Christopher. See you next time on Mustang Mentality.